All right. I feel like uh, checking your kids in uh, before church is like um, church pre-check, like TSA pre-check. You don't have to, you know, you just get to go right in. That's pretty cool. Um, Hey, if you uh, have little babies, uh, they're obviously more than welcome to be in here. But if you need to, uh, we have a, a cry room that you can see through here, and it's the, the messages, audio in there, as well as the, the foyer. We're not, I'm not telling you that you need to take them out. I'm just giving you those options. Uh, if that's more comfortable for you, there's some chairs in there as well. Well, we're uh, starting a new series uh, called Missional May. And uh, this series is going to take us each week through different areas of ministry that, uh, ministries that we partner with, uh, both locally here in San Antonio as well as internationally in, uh, in different countries, uh, really across the world. We have uh, our primary focus being Colombia, but as you'll hear at the end of the message, we actually have uh, a much further reach than just Colombia. Every church has a mission statement. Uh, Our mission statement is connecting people to real love, real life, to make a difference in this world. And, uh, And yet, every church should have as a primary mission statement the Great Commission. So it doesn't matter what church you go to, uh, every Christian, Christ-following church should have as its mission statement the Great Commission, which is to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right, and teaching them to obey everything that, that God's commanded us. That is a blanket mission statement all across the world. That is God's command to us as a church. And if we're not doing that, if we're not going into all of the world and making disciples, we're not doing it right. We're missing out on something. If all we're focused on is internal, if all we're focused on is what, what can we accomplish here in the local church, then we're missing out on something that God wants to do, not only uh, through us, but in us as well. And so uh, today we're calling uh, this Sunday, Commissioned Sunday, meaning that we have been commissioned to go into the world. Uh, one of the driving scriptures for us is Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where it says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in our city, in Judea and Samaria, in our state, and in our country, and to the ends of the earth, and to our world. Now, I don't know if you know this, uh, but we are the plan. We are plan A. Uh, There is no plan B to bring Jesus to those who are poor, who who are marginalized, to take care of them. Like, this is is it. This is us. We, We have been commissioned to do this, and if we don't do it, there's no one else to do it. And so we have the opportunity to bring Jesus into this world, to make a difference. And, and so today we're going to focus on our uh, international missions focus. And if you've been attending for any amount of time, you know that Columbia is our corporate missions focus, meaning uh, th- this is our specific area that we are looking at as a, as a church. Now, 
uh, I wanted to give you just a little bit of background as to how we ended up in Colombia, because some of you know that that's where our focus is, but you don't know why, you don't know how we ended up there. And so uh, I thought it'd just be good to give you some context. I'm, I've got some pictures to show you. Uh, we've got some videos that we're going to show you today. And so you, it's, you know, just hang in there. It, we'll, we'll, we'll break it up a little bit. But as you may or may not know, I, uh, I arrived here, my family arrived here in 2007 into San Antonio. We took an existing church, and for the first two years, we were just trying to stay alive. Uh, we were trying to keep our head above water, and we weren't really even thinking uh, externally, outward focus. We were just trying to keep the church afloat. And, uh, and so in 2009, 2010, we began to start looking at what what should we as a church be about when it comes to missions? Because we wanted a partnership with missions, not just uh, to be a church that sends money to all of these different missionaries. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not really who we wanted to be. We wanted to have a relationship with those churches and so, or, or with those countries uh, that we were a part of. And so... Um, Seeing how San Antonio is 60% Latino, we thought, well, maybe Mexico would be uh, a good mission field for us or someplace in Central or South America. And, uh, and so in 2010, I went on a trip with my mentor to Chile uh, and to Peru. And uh, while we were there, we made great relationships. And in fact, uh, you, many of you won't even know this because you haven't been around long enough to know it. Uh, but because of a relationship that we made in Chile, uh, down in the southern part, we actually helped them uh, complete their church building. In fact, we have a picture of them, I think, up on the rafters uh, right there. Um, our church, along with our district, actually helped provide the funds to build out and finish uh, their church and putting a roof on the church for a four-square church down in the southern part of Colombia. Uh, we got to go back then in 2014. Yes, it took that long because they hit all kinds of roadblocks, but we got to go back in 2014 uh, and do the dedication of the building. And I think we have a picture of, uh, of my dad and Pastor Glenn and Sharon and myself with Pastor Carlos and Maji, uh, who Maji, you could just be, continue to be praying for. She she's continues to have health issues and things. And, uh, but they are absolutely transforming the island of Chiloé. They're making a huge difference down there. So we got the opportunity to partner with them in, in completing their building. And, uh, and, and yet that was really kind of the extent of our relationship and partnership. We still have a relationship with them. We love them. We, uh, you know, we're friends on Facebook and, and all that fun stuff. And we talk to them. But, uh, but we didn't necessarily feel it was really difficult to get to that location. And we didn't feel like it was a place that we as a church would uh, probably be most advantageous to connect with. And, uh, and I'll be honest, uh, we went to Peru, and I have a good friend that lives in Peru. He's the, he was the national leader there, and I just didn't like Peru. So, <laughs> so we didn't go to Peru. <laughs> I know that sounds awful, right? Uh, but it, but I, granted, I only went probably to the bad places of Peru. Um, but so uh, as much as we love Chile, we just didn't sense that that's where we were supposed to go. And then I got invited uh, in 2011, uh, along with Brian Cesaric, who was leading worship this morning, we got invited to go down to an eye project in a, in a town called Cartagena, Colombia. Uh, it was with an organization called Medical Ministry International. 
And they invited us to just come take a look, see what they were doing through these eye projects. And, uh, and so we did. We got down there. I had met the, the head of Medical Ministry International prior to that at Mark and Monica Derezio's house, uh, where I was eating a buffalo steak and, and actually bit into a bullet. Uh, thanks for that, by the way. Um, and, uh, and we get down to Colombia, we get to Cartagena, and we're sitting there having dinner with Juan Allen, and I discover that Juan Allen had just been, had been separated from his wife for about five months, his then wife, uh, for about five months, and was going through a very, very difficult time. Uh, and by the way, I have permission to share this with you uh, from him, and uh, and he, he was just really, really struggling. He wasn't sure if he was going to continue to do uh, medical ministry international. He just was struggling in his, in his family's life. And, and so we came at a very uh, pivotal time in his life. But, but what he, di- he didn't realize at the time was Columbia was coming at a very pivotal time in Lifehouse's life. Uh, that we immediately had this bond and this connection to the country of Colombia, and from then on started uh, sending funds to uh, help with cataract surgeries and something, cross eyes, and uh, strabismus. Thank you, doctor. Um, and, and so we started sending these funds, and, and because we were able to see, like, the real love of Christ and real eyesight being given to these people, and it was, I mean, thousands and thousands of people over the, over the years, our church has impacted through these eye projects. And, and what it did was is it began a relationship because MMI Columbia is stationed out of a little town, a little community called uh, Leticia in the southern part of Colombia, and it's strategic because it's right at the mouth of the Amazon that, that can impact Colombia, Brazil, and Peru all at the same time. And so we started sending teams down to the Amazon River, and, uh, and so I, did, I went down with a couple of our teams. Paul has taken a couple of our teams down there as well, and we got to uh, do some construction on some windows. I think we have a picture of, of like what we, so it's open air. We were able to screen in their windows uh, so that uh, while the kids are in school, they don't have to deal with mosquitoes and different things. And, and so we were able to build a bridge in their community as well. And, uh, and this is hard work, like, uh, like going down to the Amazon, you're sleeping in a tent for three nights. Uh, it's, it's tough. I, I determined that I can do anything for three nights. Anything after three nights, I need a shower, I need something, you know, and, and it, it was, honestly, it was one of the hardest trips that I've been on, and uh, you're just sweating all day, and then you're sweating all night. So we got the, the opportunity to do some work down in the Amazon, but there was something missing for our connection as a church. We were part of a denomination called Foursquare, and MMI is independent. They're not affiliated with any uh, denomination. And, and so there was just this missing connection where we wanted to make a difference in some Foursquare churches and, and to be a support to Foursquare. And, uh, and so in 2014, Pastor Jeremy came onto our staff. And, uh, and then what we didn't realize was prior to coming onto our staff, he was working with an organization called Compassion International to gather up pastors to take them on a trip and in 2015, he was taking this trip to, guess where? Colombia. 
We had no prior knowledge of this, but he was taking a trip to Columbia. He invited my dad and myself to go along with them, and we were, uh, I was an exception because our church wasn't large enough for the other churches uh, compared to the other churches that were going. And so we go down, and we go to a little town called Cienega de Oro, where we have the opportunity to experience that Compassion International partners with the local, with the local church, and in this case, local Foursquare churches. They needed another building in order to house these child development programs, and so uh, the group of pastors that went on this trip all f- put their funds together, and I have to tell you, I just have to brag on you as a church, our church, being the smallest of all of those churches, gave more money than any of them. And and this isn't a competition, but it kind of is, right? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's not. But, but, we, but because of your generosity, we were able to build a building there, put a child development program, sponsor children. Uh, Pastor Jeremy put a video together of everything that's happened since that point at which we made the connection with the Foursquare Churches in Cienega de Oro. Take a look at this. So many incredible things in the country of Colombia with the help of Lifehouse Church and the relationship that we've built with them. For so long I've seen all the needs in this world and it can feel so overwhelming to see world poverty and there's just so much that it's paralyzing because it's overwhelming and you don't know what to do. But God has given us an incredible opportunity to make such a huge difference in the lives of so many children and people in Colombia. In 2015, Lifehouse Church helped build a brand new church and Compassion International Child Development Center in Cienega de Oro, Colombia. Our church has sponsored around 100 kids from that center, taking them out of extreme poverty and giving them brand new lives. Lifehouse has helped financially to put roofs and final renovations on three different churches. Most recently, We sent a team to build two children's classrooms that will help take care of around 1,600 kids in an impoverished area who are desperately in need of Jesus and a hope for a better tomorrow. 52 people from Lifehouse have traveled down to this area in Colombia on one of our impact trips. And in the past three and a half years, many people have received healing and over 2,000 people have come to know Jesus for the very first time. Whether you've gone down there, sponsored a child, or given in any way, you have been a part of the incredible work that God is doing in Colombia. The people in Colombia have taught us in so many different ways how to have passion for Jesus, how to have joy in the midst of difficult situations, and how to live life full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you can clap. So part of, part of our attempt to have this relationship was that we would have the opportunity not just to go there, uh, but to actually bring uh, the, the pastors here. Uh, I have a picture. I may have gotten out of order, guys. I apologize. But we have a picture of uh, Johnny and Consuelo who came to our church and a couple years ago and spoke to our church 
and uh, and had the. That's actually not her husband. That's Carlos Ramos translating, um, but. Uh, but that's Consuelo, and had the opportunity uh, to have them here, to send them to our national convention, and uh, it just, the relationship there is not just, hey, how can we come down and help you, but how can you speak into our life and, and make a difference in, in us here in San Antonio? Uh, and so I, I, wanna, I wanted this relationship to be a two-way street, and, uh, and I have a video that I, that I want to show you, and then I'm going to come back and, and share uh, something um, with you in regard to, well, let, me, let me just tell you this. So we've just been given, uh, I just found out this last week that I've been asked to be a part of uh, a, um, uh, a planning committee, uh, kind of a board uh, to get some grants uh, for MMI Columbia uh, to go into some unreached, unengaged people groups. Uh, it turns out there's 269 unreached, unengaged people groups in the world, and 10 of them are in Brazil along the Amazon River, and 10 of them are in Colombia. And so MMI Colombia is putting together a proposal to uh, receive some funds, uh, and I've been asked to be a part of that uh, planning committee. And so we as a church, we don't know exactly what it's all going to look like as we start to put teams together to go down to the Amazon River. But we as a church have the opportunity to actually bring Jesus to places that have never heard the message of Jesus Christ. Uh, and so there's just all of these opportunities that continue to open up for us as a church to make a difference in our world. And, uh, and, and I wanted to... Um, so the other thing that uh, MMI Columbia does is they go up uh, the river and they bring, they have two dental chairs, so they're bringing dental care up the river to, uh, uh, to these indigenous tribes and pr providing for them medical care. I think we have a picture of that. Uh, you can see these two uh, people, looks like two kids, on some dental chairs uh, they bring up all the drills. I mean, uh, you have to understand that these villages have nothing. Many of them don't even have electricity. And so they, we, we've purchased generators. I think we have a picture of a boat somewhere. Um, someone in our church helped them uh, purchase this boat. Uh, and then we've also given funds for a second boat to get all of the supplies up the river as well. So there's just all of these amazing opportunities, amazing things that are happening, and they're happening because of your generosity and your involvement uh, here at LifeHouse. Uh, I want to show you a video of what an eye project looks like. So when I said that Brian Sisark and I got to go to an eye project uh, in 2011, Cartagena, they've since moved to different locations. Uh, but I want, I want to just give you a, a glimpse of what an eye project looks like. Go ahead and take a look at this. Siento alegría, alegría y gozo, la revelación a ustedes. Me siento bien, hermano. Bien. Bueno, para mí, para mí sería una alegría salir aquí viendo clarito.
My name is Barbara Skinner, and I have the privilege of serving as Acting Executive Director of Medical Ministry International Canada. We are here to uphold the uh, principles and to also work alongside the local medical community and add capacity and serve those patients that may not have the opportunity to have cataract surgery and have life-saving changes in their life. My name is Roger Barth. I uh, am an ophthalmologist from Kalispell, Montana. I wanted to come down here to Cienega to uh, mainly to help people. Uh, I, it's been a rewarding experience. This is my fifth trip to Columbia and I've uh, been part of this group that comes down here in January each year. It's been a wonderful experience. My wife is with me. I've had uh, kids come in the past, but just a great chance to venture out of the United States, a little bit out of my comfort zone but the people are wonderful, both that we work with and the people that we help. My name is Yolanda. I am a nurse from British Columbia, Canada. Uh, back home, I'm a nurse for maternity and pediatrics. That's the area that I work in. But here in Columbia, I come to help with MMI to uh, serve people, to help them with their eye surgery and eye care and eyeglasses. It is a beautiful experience to be here in Colombia with the people in Colombia and working as a team. Doug and Lois Swaggerty from Santa Fe, and I'm one of the pastors of the church there, Christ Church Presbyterian. Yes, I'm Lois Swaggerty. I'm a music teacher, and my job is just to smile at people, make them feel welcome, and uh, it makes their faces light up, and I love doing that. And we are enjoying, we're, we've been here now for three days, and, and just enjoying the privilege of being able to help. Uh, people who otherwise would not be able to get eye care uh, who come to the clinic and we just do our little part to help them get what they need here and it's been a real blessing. Lorenzo. I'm Noah. I'm Eleonora. And uh, we are here to serve Colombia and um, you can do anything even if you're not as talented. We encourage all families to come here and young people to come here and participate in helping out and giving back to Colombia and the poor community. And we think it's important that you get out of wherever you live, wherever you are and just come visit other cultures and see how they are how they live and how they do everything. I'm excited today to share a new chapter in the book of Medical Ministry International Canada where we can invite Canadians and Americans to log on to our website, check out the opportunities and come for two weeks or one week and it's an opportunity for you to provide uh, care and also to serve Jesus Christ by providing spiritual and physical health care in this world of need. Please join us. Our website is www.mmicanada.ca. So here's where uh, things get kind of awesome. 
uh, because of our relationship with MMI Columbia and Juan Allen, and because of our impact and role in Cienega de Oro with uh, our compassion projects and the children that you sponsor, we actually get to bring the I project to Cienega de Oro. And now the kids that you're sponsoring uh, can get the eye care that they need. And, and all of the churches. And here's the other thing is what, what wasn't necessarily apparent in the video is the MMI Eye Project partners with a local church. And they bring the ministry component. They bring the gospel to every person. You saw that big area where people are sitting there. That's a holding area where they're getting the message of Jesus Christ all day. And they get to worship together, and they get the, the message of Jesus. They see skits and all kinds of stuff that the local church puts on. And so what's happening is they're experiencing Jesus, but they're also experiencing healing through the miraculous work of, of the medical field. And so uh, it's just this amazing partnership. And, and you, if you want, get to be a part of that. So on January 11th, uh, let's see, let me make sure I get my dates correct. January 11th to the 25th. In 2020, the I Project, the MMI I Project, is going to Cienega de Oro to partner with the churches that we helped build and the kids that you are now sponsoring to bring eye care to that entire region. They see in two weeks, they'll see anywhere from six to 8,000 people and everything from eyeglasses, you saw them doing uh, the eye test, so they'll do eyeglasses. They bring in thousands and thousands of, of eyeglasses for, uh, and they actually partner with uh, a local company here, San Antonio Eye Care, uh, as well to, to bring the, the eyeglasses there. So this is an amazing opportunity for us. I know, listen, you, you don't have to go for the two weeks. We'll probably uh, take a week and, and hit one of those. And you heard what the kid said. You you don't have to ha you don't have to be that talented. I think is what he what he said on there. Uh, and I'm not. So I this is what I did when I went to the I project. I had a block, and I flipped the block this way, this way, and they had to read the block. It was the I chart basically, and it was a block. And uh, and if you can do this, you could be a part of the I project. Uh, it really is amazing to see God work, and you'll, as you go on this I project, you'll get to see uh, your sponsor child, uh, the kids that you're, you're sponsoring through Compassion International. Now, uh, all of that to say, uh, I, um, uh, if you haven't sponsored a child, so I, I went onto our website. We have quite a few kids that are available to be uh, sponsored in Cienega de Oro. So if you want to sponsor a child and then get to meet your, uh, your sponsored child, uh, it's not too late. You can go to uh, Compassion International. I don't know if we have the link up on here or not, but Compassion International uh, backslash for, uh, Lifehouse Church, they'll have that at the Welcome Center. There's kids that have not been sponsored for over 400 days uh, that are a part of that. And I'm not saying that is any guilt because we have done an amazing job sponsoring kids. Uh, but if you are interested in sponsoring a child uh, in Cienega de Oro, you can. You can go to our website uh, and do that. Uh, finally, uh, if you're sponsoring a child but you're not writing your children, uh, this, is, this I will shame you for. 
Uh, it's not easy because you forget, but there is an app in which you can just write a short little note in the app and it gets sent off to them. You can set the app to remind you to write a letter to your child. And, and here's the thing is it makes all the difference in the world, especially if you're going to go visit at some point because you want them to recognize you. Uh, the first time we went, we didn't have a chance to, uh, to write the little girl that we're sponsoring, Gisela, and, uh, and she was terrified of us, me specifically. I think she thought I was going to, they were trying to explain that this is the people that are sponsoring you, but I think she thought that these are the people that are taking you. Like, <laughs> and she didn't want to leave. She didn't want to go with us, and so she was terrified. But now we've had the opportunity to write letters. I've been, uh, my wife hasn't been back. She'll go with our, with our team in June. Um, but uh, now when I go back, there's a recognition. She knows who we are. She's seen our family. She doesn't really want anything to do with me. She's more interested in all the girls in our family. Uh, but write your sponsor child. It makes a huge difference. We have one more video to show you. Uh, this isn't from our church. This is a compassion video of a girl who uh, grew up writing letters to this uh, girl in Honduras that she had been sponsoring, uh, and then she gets to meet her for the first time. Take a look at this. Traveling um, out to Ojojona in the van, and I remember just being kind of nervous about it. Um, you know, because like when when your relationship is based on letters, it's kind of hard to to know what that first interaction is going to be like because you've never met the person. And they finally come and pull me from the van as I'm trying to duck down, make sure that I'm not seen by anyone in her community. And uh, we're walking in, and the second I'm walking in, I see her brother. Omar, who instantly recognizes me with the biggest smile on his face. And then Graciela, her mom, sees me and starts crying instantly, which makes me start crying. Walk around the corner, and Alma kind of looks at me like it takes her a second to recognize who I am. And then the biggest tears start falling from her face, and they start falling from my face. And you can't, like, there's just no, there's no way to, to brace herself for that happening. It was great to, to be able to look her in the eyes and know that the love that I have for her is reciprocated and to, to feel it all day long. Uh, when we were leaving, it was really hard because you know you don't know when you're gonna see this child that you've loved all the way through um, to the time she graduates. You don't know when you'll see her again. When you start a relationship with a child, all the way around the world, you know, you don't get to be in their daily life. You don't get to hug on them or to like look them in the eye and tell them you love them in person. So letter writing helps you be able to encourage them through the ups and the downs of life that are going to happen and they happen every day, um, you know? So just being able to, to encourage her in the Lord and to feel like, like God is using the words that I'm writing to speak into her life. I think the most memorable letter between Alma and I, at least on my end, was the first letter that she told me she loved me back. Someone on the other side of the world say it to you, you know, and to remind, for me to be able to remind her of God's love 
um, is significant. And when she reciprocated that, it just, it made me feel like God was really in the relationship. You know, you, you telling them those three little words, I love you, or I am proud of you, and I am encouraging you to continue to be strong in your faith and in what God is teaching you. And those things, they matter. And that child keeps them in their heart the way that they keep God's word hidden in their heart as well. Um, you know, so you, you may not see it, everything that happens, every little piece of that impact you have on that child, but it's important being able to invest in one child's life. So write letters uh, to the kids that you sponsor. It makes a huge amount of difference in their life. All right. Well, I, I, I want to close our time by saying this, that um, it's important for me to mention that just because corporately we uh, we are um, in the country of Colombia. It doesn't mean that our church ha- doesn't have uh, further reach than just Colombia. Um, some of you may not know this, but uh, Tracy and Amy Turpin, who are part of our church, they, along with a whole mess of teenagers, have uh, started an orphanage in Uganda. Um, we have Mark and Monica DeRazio, who uh, this summer, Monica will be going out to uh, the South Pacific to be a part of a women's conference where thousands and thousands of women will come in and she'll have the opportunity to, to pray over them. And, uh, and as, a, as a family, they've had the opportunity to make a huge impact in Papua New Guinea and the South Pacific. Uh, there's even a, an apartment house in Papua New Guinea in Port Moresby called the DeRazio House. Uh, and it, it houses all of the pastors that are ministering in that church there. Uh, and so uh, there's just uh, the Skaggs family are supporting Compassion First, which is helping, um, helping uh, young girls get out of uh, slavery there in Indonesia. And so there's just, there's all kinds of things. As a church, we are about helping you discover your purpose. And just because we as a church are in the country of Colombia does not mean that God's not going to put something on your heart to go and be a part of something or to start something somewhere in this world. And if that's you, if, if God's stirring something in you, we want to do whatever we can as a church to come alongside you and to support you and to fulfill whatever it is that God has birthed in you to make a difference in this world. This is the great commission that we've been called to. And we as a church, as Lifehouse Church, are making a difference in the world. To wrap our arms around all of the poverty, all of the need, all of those who are unreached, seems impossible. And it really is for one church to be able to solve all of that, it would be impossible. But I can tell you that as a church, we are solving part of that. We're making a difference in some places that others will not go. And we have the opportunity to bring Jesus to them.